listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work. They're illegal. With the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. So, we're on this cruise to Alaska. What I did on my summer vacation by Mark Devine. Yeah, so we're on this cruise. We we dock at a town in, in Alaska called Ketchikan. Right. And... My wife and I go out on this excursion on a like a, a booze cruise type boat. You know what I'm talking about? Well, the place is called Ketchikan. I imagine as soon as you get there, they throw you a beer. Uh, no, well, no, you just uh, you get on this boat. You know, what I'm talking about two levels, right? Yeah, yeah, right? Okay, yeah, that kind of thing. And there's yeah. a, there's you know there's like a, a harbor they, cruise type thing. They yeah. serve you some food and that kind of thing. Not not unlike what you get like down a Canyon Lake. It, yeah, like yeah. like almost like a house, but like a but a bigger one. Right? But yeah, sure. It, 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 it's you know it's that kind of boat, and so we go out. And you, you know, you go into the the misty fjords, and you see the scenery and everything like that. And I can't, it, I cannot smile when you say that. Oh, it's, it sounds like a porn star. Yeah, man. I know it does. Yeah. Misty fjords, misty fjords. Hey, did you see her new movie? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, as you as you run along the water, as you're, you're sailing along the water, you're buzzing along probably twenty miles an hour or something like that. Right. And the captain is on the headset. Describing the scenery and things like that. Sure. And they go, on the right-hand side, you see something, something island. And there's just hundreds of these little islands all over the place. Most of them uninhabited. Right. You'll see something, something island. That's where eighth graders here in Ketchikan go for their survival test to pass health class. Wait, what? Three days, they go to this island they can bring only what they can fit in a small coffee can, like the coffee cans that are like the size of a toilet paper roll. Right. Like that width. Yeah, yeah. Um, like chocolate full of nuts. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Only what they can fit in that can, they can bring with them, and they have to survive on the island. No sleeping bags? No days. tents? No That's nothing? That's all they can bring. Just a coffee can full of whatever you can carry in a coffee can. And I, you know, I My actually, guess is cocaine is one of the things. If you can stay up for three days, you can survive. My God. Can you think I mean, think about that. No. I mean, that's this is Alaska, and it is rugged country, so it makes sense that that would be part of the curriculum. I, no, and, and it doesn't got, make sense. And, and you shouldn't it, live in a place where you have to survive for three days. There's a chance that a 14-year-old will have to be out in the <laughs> elements for 72 hours. It, I'm sure I'm sure there's you know there's some kind of supervision and safety things built in or else you'd have kids dropping like flies there. I, I know I was going to say There's not that many people in Alaska to begin with, so they got to keep everybody alive. Yeah. But, well, um, what happened to Mark? Uh he died. Well, <laughs> he died that's not this isn't going to look good on his permanent record. I mean, listen, when we were in 8th grade and we had health class, as long as we could say the word puberty without giggling, we right. passed. Yes. You know, you learned about like, you know, when you start getting chest hair. Right, yeah. And how, you know, how a zit forms and things like that. And they're who, doing survival stuff. Who teaches this class? Mr. Donner? Mr. Donner is your teacher, yes. He's, uh, he especially likes the kids who fall behind and yes. can't stay with the pack. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, the fat kids usually end up first. It, I just, oh, boy. I heard that. That blew me away. But No, it, it's blowing it, me away right now. But it makes sense. No, it doesn't. It does make sense. No, it doesn't. Listen, there's, there's, there's not... A 14-year-old shouldn't be out in the elements in any place where uh, there's a potential for them to be lost for three days well, like by said, themselves without an adult. No, there's got to be an adult there. There's obviously, there's got to be some kind of supervision, some kind of safeguard built in because yes. kids would die. Yes, they would. And then I think you've got a lawsuit on your hands because the district has money. But, think you know, about think, that, think but about that on, for they, a second. You, you think about that if that happened here in the Valley. Like, what would they say? Yeah. They would give you, you know, you have to go out... <laughs> You have to hang in the superstitions for 72 hours. And all you can bring with you is one of those things you fold and put in your windshield to keep the yes. sun out of your car. Yes, that's exactly what a sun, a sun visor. Yeah. Here's the thing. How many of those Canadian kids, I mean, you've talked about this before. I'm not Canadian. Alaskan kids. Uh, how many of those people do you think uh, don't pack a cell phone? 
Because don't you think if you're stuck in the wilderness, if you can fit a cell phone and can, then you're going to be able to survive for three days because you can call somebody to get me the hell out of here. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it's really cold, Maybe Mom. Not. I want to come home. Uh, I don't know. But that's... <laughs> That's what they told us. All right. Maybe that's their jackalope thing. We tell everybody there's right. jackalopes yeah, here. Maybe, maybe that's yeah. their thing with tourists. But yeah. oh uh, boy! But it makes sense because it's it's really rugged country. Yeah. And, and a lot of times your next neighbor is you know five miles away. So right. It does next make time, some sense. Next time your kid is bitching that they can't get whatever shoes or whatever it is over <laughs> at their their favorite store, just tell me. Hey, be thankful we don't live in Alaska, which by the way is America. Yeah. We're going <laughs> to send you to school in Alaska, yeah. you eighth grader. Oh boy. Story time with Mark and Neanderthal, and I think we've got Mike here on line three. Mike, are you there? Yeah, I'm here, Neanderthal. Excellent, man. Uh, it is time for Mark and Neanderthal's story time, the What I Did on My Summer Vacation edition. <laughs> uh, Mark's story is... Uh, my story revolves around being partially responsible for the embarrassment and discomfort of an older man who did nothing to deserve it. Yeah, and mine actually involves a potential alien encounter. Chud. Cannibalistic, humanoid, underground dwellers. Chud. So your job is to decide which one, which story is actually more worthy of, uh, of being told here on, uh, on this Monday back from vacation. Let's go with uh, with Mark's story. Wow. Okay. Wow. I, th- I thought I was going to lose to Chud. I thought so too. Yeah. Chud. Cannibalistic, humanoid, wow. underground dwellers. All right. My my story. Well, your has, story better be good, Mark. It, it has no Chud in it. Yeah. And Chud are awesome. Yes. Apparently. Here, here's what happened. So we're on this cruise to Alaska, and one of the stops, the last stop, was in Victoria, British Columbia, in Canada. Okay, then. So we're at this beautiful marina. We're on this sort of patio at a restaurant bar thing, and we stop in there to order a couple of drinks. Look out at the boats and everything. No way. It's beautiful. Mark is drinking. What are the odds? I know. Uh, so <laughs> I know. <laughs> so we order a couple of drinks. Waiter comes back. He's got the drinks. And I was figuring he was going to bring back some cocktail napkins. And I was hoping he would because I had some, some gum in my mouth and I wanted to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. And so I said to the guy, oh, you didn't bring cocktail napkins. I said, do you have any cocktail napkins? He goes, yeah, just they're over at the bar. I said, all right, I'll go get them. He goes, oh, no, I'll get them, sir. I said, no, no, it's, it's not a problem. I'll go get them. And he goes, no, no, I'll, I'll get them for you. And he was insistent on it. With that, he turned to his right. His right foot hit a chair. The chair hit another table, and the tables were all kind of wobbly because it was like a cobblestone thing right. that we were on. Right. And the chair hit the table. The table shook. A 24-ounce beer in a large beer glass tipped over and poured all over this guy who was sitting there and had no awareness whatsoever what was going on. To make things worse, he was wearing tan pants. <laughs> I'm telling you, all over the guy's crotch, all oh down the inside of his thighs and the front, he stood up and was like kind of turning around. His entire butt was soaked oh and, the, and the thighs of his pants in the back also. There's no way you could walk anywhere and not have people think you peed your pants. So you ruined his khakis is what you did. I destroyed his khakis. You destroyed his khakis. Well, he's yeah. a guy. So. I mean, it was the waiter. 
But it was me asking the waiter to grab something right. that caused him to turn so suddenly. So I was partially responsible for the discomfort and probably, once he left there, humiliation of a man who did nothing to deserve it. Well, there you go. That was the story. <clears throat> a good story. He, I, hey, what? He could he could have wore depends. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, on the on the positive tip, no pun intended, he was an elderly man. Mm-hmm. So you know, he did have a built-in excuse, so to speak. He did. He yeah. did. He sat. It was very warm that day. He sat like kind of with his with his legs spread, with the sun shining on him. I but would he think was so, like, yeah. he was like, this is not going to work very well. He was from Germany. Oh, of course yeah. he was. All right, and. Uh, but uh, he was good humored about it, and they did replace his beer for him. So. All right, well there you go, Mike. Thank you so much. That was a great, uh, a great choice on your part. <laughs> Unfortunately, we're not going to hear about my alien invasion. Chud, cannibalistic, humanoid, underground dwellers. Chud. That seems that seems very unfortunate. We should do that in a little while, though. All righty. I then. mean, when Chud's involved, I'm on board. Okay, so you got to tell your your drain story because we we didn't get to it in story time. And well, it, kinda, I, it is kind of bizarre. I didn't know this kind of thing could happen. Yeah, the potential alien invasion that's going on in my drains. Yeah. Chud, cannibalistic, humanoid, underground dwellers. Chud. Well, I knew Chud were real. Yes, but what you're yes. talking about, I didn't. I didn't know actually happened. Yeah, I may have uh, exaggerated a little bit. I have a I had a drain backup problem because, uh, as you may or may not know, I rent. Um, so when something goes wrong, I can't really fix it myself. Although I'm capable of fixing it myself, uh, I have to call the property management people because there's a home warranty and the owners and all the crap. So was it the kitchen it. sink that backed it was up? The kitchen sink that backed up. So Nasty. you know. So of course, what is the first thing that backs up whenever you have a backup on your kitchen sink? Lettuce. <laughs> so the sink, the sink side, you know, the right side, the drain side, not the, the garbage disposal side, but the drain. And here's the thing. So what do you do? You th- you dump some uh, Drano down there to try and clear everything out, and then you run the garbage disposal. And what happens? The water from the sink side goes over to the garbage disposal side and back and forth. Yes. You know what I mean? It like just yes, goes. Like, I do know so what you mean. So you shut off yeah. the garbage disposal, goes back up. You- I feel like like Curly from the Three Stooges. I'm like. Aah! Right, you know, you got the wall in between right. your two sinks. Yeah. Right, because never the twins shall meet. No, never. No. Last but, thing you want to do is have it in the garbage disposal meet the water. <laughs> so, that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. All right, so the, the plumber comes, right? Well, no, no. The, the, the funny thing about it is I found out that I had the, the, a serious backup situation when I ran the gar- uh, the dishwasher, walked out into the back deck to let the dogs out, and there was a spout of water coming out of the drain pipe, that the down drain pipe that goes out of the back of the house. All right. I Dude. guess there's a hole there that's that's drilled in there so that you can secure the drain cap, and that, that drain cap had no screw in it, so it was just spewing water out. It felt like I was, oh, I'm in Florence, Italy. This is beautiful. <laughs> uh, and so as it turns out, I end up... Uh, Having a plumber come over, and the plumber comes over, and they 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 basically they call it hydrojetting, where they run pressurized water down through the line sure. to clear the clog. Yeah, and then they run a camera down the line. Ooh, and that's when you get to see how both clean and nasty your drain pipes are at the same time. So you were watching on what does he have a little monitor? Yeah, he's got on a little monitor. Phone? Yeah, it looks like a little like a yeah, it, it looks like a tricorder from uh, from Star Trek, and the camera is a fiber optic camera that goes down there. Which, by the way, the 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 quality of this camera is unbelievable. How is it they can get a drain camera with the kind of quality that I could actually count nose hairs that are you know lined up in the drain, and we can't get the picture of a suspect in a robbery anywhere? Yeah, right. Like, the, like at an ATM machine. Yeah, the plumber yeah. has a better has better technology technology than the banks do so they run this camera down and uh, he shows me goes well there's about 50 feet down the line that's the main line right there we can't hydrojet down there unless it's an extra cost okay i'm like okay well that's good he goes you see what that is i go no what is that he goes those are eggshells i go it it looks like a dam 
it looks like it looks like a pile. Like when you go to the when you go to the ocean, it looks like a dam that has been washed up on the shore of eggshells in my drain. I have no idea how long they've been there, and they were in the shape of like Devil's Tower. <laughs> so I was like. <laughs> I'm like, there are aliens. <laughs> there are aliens in my drain. Close encounters of the eggshell kind. Yeah. Who knew that eggshells were uh, were bad? Just by by show of applause, who knew that eggshells were bad for your uh, for your garbage disposal? I was always told that eggshells. I thought eggshells are bad for it. No, I was always told that eggshells were they were they're one of the things that help you sharpen the blades of your. They they clean off because they're abrasive. They clean off some of the muck off the off the blades. I, and, and they're so small that they get washed down. Like, like okay. how is it that eggshells are more damaging to you than I don't know uh, orange rinds or something like yeah. that? You know I always I mean? thought it was lemons you put down there. They're good for it. Right, citrus and, stuff and, and yeah. ice. And ice, huh? Yes. Yeah. That's so what I had heard. so I, I checked with a couple of friends of mine, and they were like, "Oh no." Oh, no, you don't put eggshells down there. Then another friend was like, oh, yeah, I always put eggshells down there. So there are two distinct camps in the All what right. you should and shouldn't put down your garbage disposal. And eggshells uh, egg fits into both camps, and both camps are absolutely convinced that they're correct. Well, I, I think the main problem here with your train is not the eggshells. It's I think the chud. It's definitely the chud. It's definitely yeah. the chud. We got to get into the dumbass of the day here, and it is not the guy who, on the cruise ship that I was on, was confused by the soft serve machine. What? <laughs> How's that possible? <laughs> soft serve ice cream. They had one of those things. It was like a buffet line, you know. And yeah, had yeah, that. yeah. And uh, was, did you have the chocolate fountain? No. Oh. Soft serve, and I pulled the thing, and the guy's like, "How'd you make chocolate?" It's like, I didn't make the chocolate. <laughs> I pulled the handle. <laughs> the handle that says chocolate. Excuse me. And he goes, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Where's the mystery? Um, I don't know, man. Is that a short boat you were riding on? <laughs> I know. Well, you know you're stupid. Oh, man. Sir, you're too stupid to be on a boat. <laughs> All right, like, don't well, go near the edge, okay? Yeah, well, there you go. Well, that's why I won't go on a boat. There's no way that's not happening. Stay I, away from I the railing. I don't want to be out in the middle of the ocean, and I don't want to be up high. And I, those are two things that happen on cruise ships. It's yep. 740 with Mark and Neanderthal. Uh, a story quite more stupid than the one he just told yeah. is uh, our subject du jour of the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. She mentioned that tomorrow being a two for Tuesday, we'll have two dumbasses for you, including the dumbest lawsuit ever. Okay, then. Tomorrow. Dumbest lawsuit ever. At the same same time tomorrow. Today's dumbass is sponsored by Ride Now Power Sports. You can find them at ridenow.com. And you can see this at the Mark and Neanderthal Facebook page. So Florida, we're just back from vacation. Florida is what we need, right? I would think so. Yes. If you, go, you know, if you're going to start, go big. That helps us. 61-year-old James Stanley will provide us with the dumbassery we need, especially when it involves James driving around in a Mercedes recklessly down the streets of Punta Vedra Beach, Florida. Ah, Punta Verde. At 3.10 in the afternoon, police pulled him over. They got tons of calls about him driving like a maniac. Sure, why not? James was pulled over, and first of all, what's sitting in his lap? A beer. No, no, a bottle of rum. Oh, well. Yeah, he's, a, he's, he's a Jack Sparrow fan. I understand, so. yeah. Well, it is Florida, so it depends <laughs> on which side of what side of the Florida is the Punta Verde on, because <laughs> I don't know. it's the Gulf Coast. It makes sense. Yep. James admitted he'd been drinking since 9 a.m. And what time was it? 3.10. Okay, then. Yeah. He put in almost a full day. Officers got James out of the car. They set him up with some field sobriety tests, but James yelled out, F you! I'm not doing any tests. Just arrest me now. 
Okay, well, then I guess their their job there in Punta Verde is to, to serve and protect. So, so they must have followed their instructions, didn't they? Yeah, they did. One of the officers started reading him his rights, and James again yelled, I know I'm entitled to a lawyer. The officer started up again. James yelled, F you. All right, well. I am a lawyer, you dumb F. Okay, then. Yeah, and it's true. James is a member of the Jacksonville, Florida-based law firm of Myers and Stanley. Well, Stanley being James's last name. Oh boy, I'm sure Myers is not happy. No, no, that cannot no. be good for business. Nope, nope. That's why James Stanley, the 61-year-old from Florida, is the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. I think that was a beautiful story you just told. Okay, it's time for a Mark and Neanderthal get off my lawn moment. Oh boy, here you it know. comes. Well, get you know off what? My lawn. Here's here's you young whippersnappers. We had a, a listener of ours, Greg, check in before, right? And he, he told us this quickly. So my kids talked me into going to a water park this weekend, which it was a shame, dude. Two thirds of the kids are there on their phone. Yeah. When I was a kid, if you took me to a water park, you wouldn't see me for eight hours. Yeah, no, no, I, 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 I'm in the same boat. No pun intended. Yeah, kids on the phone. Now, I've been talking about this cruise we went on. Yeah, we on I, I get it. You're big time in me. I get it. You're, you're very rich, and you were able to be a world traveler on your vacation. It's a hell of a time. Yeah, it really I, was. I mean, sure it was. It was a great time. I, no, mean, really no, I imagine it was awesome. But. You know, a lot of people brought their kids, and you see all kinds of different reactions. And there's so much to do on this ship, you wouldn't, it would blow your mind. Well, these these cruise ships are like, they're like a city, a floating city, essentially. There's water slides on them. There's right, no, two exactly. Water slides, there's a pool, there's a, a, a like a, a go-kart track how on many, the top deck. How many a stories? Miniature golf. How many stories of, of like, I mean, we 19. Like, it's a super cruise. Yeah, it's a 19-story building. Think about that. They're building those over there on the edge of Tempe <laughs> Town Lake. That's so, how big this boat is. And so so w- one day we're walking up the staircase and we get to one level and there's this teenage girl sitting on the staircase and her mom is going, get off of FaceTime. Should have shut down the phones. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They should never have gotten that package for their kids. And she goes, get off of FaceTime. And the girl goes, mom, I'm talking to Brittany. And she goes, of course get off of FaceTime. So the kid yeah. hangs up the phone, and then she starts crying. She goes, I'm missing everything because I'm on this stupid boat. Should have thrown that phone right into the ocean. It's it, it, Right into the ocean. Th- there was another kid who, they're sitting there, it, we're eating lunch one day, and they were at a table near us. The kid's like 10 years old. He's not even looking up. He's just yeah. playing with his phone. He's like, I don't even know why we're on this boat. This is so boring. This is like the worst thing ever. Why can't we just get off of this boat? I'm like, well... You're in the middle of the Pacific right, Ocean. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be very difficult to do. And the water's so cold, even the polar bears won't go in. Yeah. That's no. one reason. Now, see, you that, can't get off the can boat. you imagine if you or I had done that as a kid? Oh, now, now before I make this statement, before I make this statement, I want you to just make it clear. I don't advocate beating children. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a I know no. it's a I know it's a bold stance and I'm I'm very heroic in taking it. It goes against the grain of American society these right. days. But if you or I had ever said something that asinine or insolent to our parents, mm-hmm. four knuckles across the back of the head. <laughs> you would have got the bitch slap, the dope slap. I, my mom would have hit me with the slipper. The neck grab. Yeah. The neck grab was always a big one. And what are you doing? Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Do you know how many kids would have pre like look and, my and my kid, kid, I didn't. Kid, I grew up stupid. with nothing. Yeah, I would have yeah. loved to have been on a boat to do something like that. That's why 
I, I think yeah, this is another thing. But I think if you take <laughs> get your, off my lawn, you, you take your kids on trips like that too, when they're too young, they don't appreciate it. Wow, well, well, a teenager though yeah, should 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 appreciate it. It was amazing. But I, I are you kidding me? Boat sex. This is your you're a teenager. <laughs> Here's the thing: at least one of those kids on that boat that you mentioned was a male, and at least one of the other kids that you mentioned was a female. Oh, there were teenage they're kids teena- all over the place. Teenage kids? Yeah. Are you kidding me? This they, is- they, they have little clubs for them to meet. They have our, They have an arcade on this ship. Are you kidding me? This is... It's amazing. This yeah, is... And they're, this and they're is, bitching about it. This dude. is a John Hughes movie waiting to happen. Right. Yeah. Oh, get off my lawn. Why can't we just get off of this boat? Kid, I'll tell you why. Yeah, no, you know what? You know, <laughs> see that thing. water overboard? That's why. No, see, that's the thing. My old man, like, you want off this boat? Here you go. <laughs> have fun. Yeah, I feel like, kid, the struggle is real. I get it. Good luck. I understand. Shut yeah. up. Good morning. Listen to Mark and the Interpol when you get to work with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Venture X from Capital One is the travel card for people always asking, Where next? You earn 10x miles on hotels and rental cars and 5x miles on flights booked through Capital One Travel and 2x miles on everything else you buy with Venture X. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.